Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Wonder Woman hits another milestone. Flashpoint information, hopefully. And is Shazam trolling fans right now? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe. (laughs) What up, everybody? It's DC Movie News on the Popcorn Talk. Right now, full squad in here. And and to answer your question, yes, it's 93 degrees. It's going to get sweaty. It's going to get amazing. Roxy just had garlic. The show's going to be on fire. How'd you know, Johnny? How'd you you know? You you pronounced to everyone in the room, hey, guys, I just had garlic. And so here we are. It was like enough cloves that I had to say something. Was there a vampire running after you? No, I just really like garlic. I try to only eat it late at night. What was the kind of cuisine that it was in? Do you, you really want me to break it down for you? No, I just want to know, like, just ballparks. Like, where garlic was, on a cracker? No, it's this, like, garlicky shrimp mixture I've been Ooh. making and putting it over brown rice pasta with this tomato spicy garlic goodness sauce. Wow. You I'm make it? only yeah. upset that you didn't bring us any. Yeah, I will next yeah. time if you want. It's yeah. really good. Can you bring us some garlic pasta next time and that way everybody is garlicky and that's the yeah. way to do it? No, and then you don't From notice. Stick so you rose just, to crowning fork jewel. It? Yeah. You fork it? Is that what you eat it with? Oh, you fork it, baby. Okay. You fork it. Just check it. I like chopsticks. Totally on board. Uh, all, all right, let's get, get to the <laughs> let's get to the intros uh, at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. I'm Johnny Laquasto at J Quasto. The lady over there, Mike Kalinowski, by the way, on assignment fighting crime. Follow him at Mike Kalinowski immediately, mm-hmm. as most of you already do. But this lovely lady right here is a cosplayer aficionado. She's a panel hoster. She's all over the interwebs in a good way. Find her <laughs> at Elena Jordan. She's Elena <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan. That's right. We Go just figure. established she mm-hmm. doesn't download porn, okay? Yeah. So it's only in a good way. Before on the air. Exactly. Yes. But then why is her memory so low? Because I download There's a, a lot, lot of games. I'm game an online gamer. That's porn. my porn. Yeah. Yeah, and gamer. it's just as embarrassing because I pull up RuneScape and I'm like, exit, exit. Like, no one look, no one look. <laughs> well, a guy that you can download plenty on the internet. He is the host of Men vs. Child on FYI, an FX movie download on FX, and a verse fucker for Doghouse Restaurants. He's Adam Gertler. Hey, everyone. Happy to be here. Excited to talk about DC movies. I smoked a goat on Monday. Explain, what? please. It was great. No, we got a, a great you goat. smoked that a goat? That was local. And uh, yeah, we smoked it. My buddy Shane, who's here, he's in town. He's a like chef you smoke from New York. salmon, you smoke goat. Yes, smoke this goat. Put it in my smoker, and then we had goat tacos. We went to a tortilla factory and got some amazing tacos. And Shane made some great sauces and salsas. We had taco night. And we've been feasting. Was on it goat Tuesday? For it was Monday. It was Monday taco night. Monday. Monday. Did the goat yeah. die of natural yeah. causes? <laughs> No, I mean, and that, and it was naturally slaughtered. You can't, I mean, you know, you can't eat something that died of natural causes. That would be gross. Oh. But anyway, you can't eat something that you find dead. So it's been oh. a goatee week for me. Don't what? tell me what to do. Uh, I'm, if you want to live, <laughs> only if you want to live. Otherwise, I won't tell you what to do. <laughs> that works. And of course, the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show is sitting next to me. She's the host of TV Fights on Screen Junkies, now seen worldwide behind no paywall, y'all. No paywall, bitches. That's right. How's it been going, by the way? Really good. She's Roxy Star. Are you going to come in soon? When? Yes. How? I don't know. I don't know who to. I don't know who to ask. You mean of my seven producers I've had? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to get back on there. Who, for crying who, out loud. Who, who? She's Roxy Stryer. She's Roxy Stryer. And she's about to go on a plane. Roxy, Can you Roxy, tell? Roxy. In the Stryer. She's dressed yeah. like uh, right. a self-proclaimed theme song. <laughs> She's got your own yeah, yeah, yeah. Roxy Stryer theme song, mostly consisting of just your name that you <laughs> sing yourself. Uh, there, uh, the word she was also in there. I was yeah, like, and it's in third person. <laughs> She's dressed like a... Stryer. Fire, She's... desire, admire. Yeah, You've but got also so you go down the liar route. Yeah. I'm no liar, Roxy Stryer. She's okay, on well, fire. Well, she's going to keep working on her theme song. Oh, I just opened the page and I'm seeing you dance. And you're dressed like Laura Croft's assistant today, which is pretty cool. And sweaty, yeah. Fantastic. Why am I her assistant? Why can't I just be her? 
Well, no, you could be Laura Croft, but you, you didn't. Okay, yeah, you're Laura Croft. Thank you. Right. Um, anyways, before we get to the news, guys, real quick, we're going to have DC Movie News Theater coming up on the episode. So get ready for that. It's going to be pretty incredible. And secondly, my we got comedy... our degrees in that for a reason, bitches. Yes. Yeah. And secondly, yeah. my comedy album made the top ten on Billboard. Thank you, guys. So Number a lot eight, of you... y'all. Yeah, a lot of you who bought this, it's a miracle. I, I independently released it, no record label, no industry help, and somehow I managed to be number eight on Billboard. So thank you. Congratulations. Oh, That's back just picture. the fans. The it's back crazy. picture's cool, so, too. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for all the feedback. If you haven't gotten it yet, go to QuastoAlbum.com. Anyways... That's News amazing, time. dude. Uh, that was a milestone for me, but even bigger Ooh, milestone. Ooh, what's Space Jam 2? That's a joke about Space Jam 2. Everybody get up. It's time to dance now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. All right. I just wanted you to finish it. Here's your chance. Do your I, dance. It's the Space Jam, all right? All right, all right. This is one right. I would lose a little bit of points on the Schmodown oh, for. God. I would not do well with Space Jam questions. Yeah, you don't strike me as a Space Jam. Guy. I mean, I've seen um, it, but probably once 25 years just ago. Just put your hands sure. in the air if you feel right. Yeah. So... <laughs> Wonder Woman hit another milestone. She has crossed $400 million domestically, and she has now become the third highest-grossing WB movie ever, only behind The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Cue applause. Yeah. Not just cue applause. I can't believe that. The dancing. So more than any Harry Potter film domestically? What were the... It was Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and then everything. Top three Warner Brothers. Not just Warner Brothers DC, Warner Brothers domestic. That is... That's crazy. This, I mean, I just so many records this film keeps making, and it's like, uh, it, what a juggernaut! I think that it is a better film than the Harry Potter movies, so it doesn't surprise me in that sense. But it does surprise me in the sense that, like, it's Harry frickin' Potter. I love Harry Potter too, though. Yeah, I just know that those movies did so well. I yeah. know people like waited around like the corner, dollars yeah. or, you know. So um, when do we get the Wonder Woman land at Universal Studios? That's yeah. what I want to know. That's uh, a great it point. would be a Six Flags. It would be like Six Flags. Yeah, exactly. They've had a long partnership. There have been many Batman rides, and there's a Justice League ride at uh, Yeah, the at, new uh, Justice League well, ride. I, I kind of feel like they have to, because now that we've got Guardians going on at uh, Disney, we've yeah. got to do something to compete over at Universal. So. Can we go to Magic they, Mountain together? I love yeah. Magic Mountain. Yes! Nice. I like that X3 yes. one that you get sick and vomit yes. on. I've never been. I've and never been to Magic Mountain. So Just your vomit on top there, of you over and over. There yeah. are so many coasters at Magic Mountain. I felt concussed last time I went. It was awesome. What nice. If, what if they made like a Themyscira land and they have a bunch of like Amazon? <laughs> like just you go to Paradise up. Island? Yeah. That would be awesome. And, like, I can tell you. Interactive I would, and everything. I would never leave. I would not leave. Yeah, Themyscira would be like the place you would want to just like set up shop. I, I feel mean, like you it's too to spend good an for an amusement there. park. I feel like you yeah. need to like there, it actually needs to be like a, a land you can go and resort. Yeah. And be. That'll happen. I don't think crazier things than that have happened. Yeah. It's not hot in here, guys. We're just uh, making an effect. This is but a why does everybody effect. keep saying Roxy's sweating so much? Everybody's fucking sweating. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they were saying... Someone said Whatever. you were hot as F. I don't think it's the same. No, yeah. I said it's hot as F. So what do you no. girls think? What, what, what's, uh, what, what are your feelings on this I'm Wonder a... Woman, this milestone? Yeah, damn right. Did you see Gal's dance? Yes, her dance was amazing. It's actually what inspired me to open up with my own dance. Yeah. Uh, you did kind of do a little Gal dance. How cute is she, though? Like, she's with her so little dress. She's just, her dress and everything going on. She's, she's the incredible. cutest little thing. Uh, who, who's her husband? His it's like a jig. Just the luckiest. I don't know. Yeah. He's a really successful too. dude too. I'm I think, sure yeah, he is. I think this they're like quite a power Let's couple. See. Yeah, no, no, they're they seem like an awesome couple. But I think he's out of the spotlight pretty much. Yeah. So the Dark Knight made five hundred thirty-four point eight million. Dark Knight Rises four forty-eight point one million. It's also the biggest movie of the summer in the U.S., beating out uh, Guardians two as well as Spider-Man: Homecoming. Which I mean, Spider-Man wasn't hard to beat. And one more, it has made almost $800 million. And the next, actually, it's very possible it might be past $800 million right now because hmm. this article was from a couple days ago. As so. of this typing, as of this right. reading. This is his crazy. name is Yaron. He's a successful Israeli businessman. He and his brother, Guy, previously owned Tel Aviv's Versano Hotel before they sold it to yeah. Russian billionaire Roman Jesus. something. So mm-hmm. he's poor. Get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't get Gal as your wife by, by sucking at life. I got it. But you do by sucking face. This is a really cute picture Probably. of him kissing. Oh my god! Uh, He's got yeah. good sideburns. Guys, I will say. Remember a few McDonald's. months back when we were trying to guess on how Wonder Woman would do? Uh, I think this has topped all of our guesses. Yeah, I. I mean, 
Eight hundred. Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to finish. You know, best case scenario in the seven hundred somewhere in there. I thought it would make that kind of magic threshold, which which you know some films have gotten in there. I know that's where Deadpool was kind of, but I think we've passed Deadpool globally at this point too. Do you right? know or people? We, Wonder Woman has. Do you know people who haven't seen it? Uh, you know. Not too many. Not too many. Yeah. I think I know my folks saw it. I know. I don't think my grandma saw it, but she's like ninety five. But what's she funny is so many people VOD. have seen it, but it's not yeah. really dropping off in the box office. So people, even if they go to see it, are just like, "I'll go see it again." A I'd lot of second see and third yeah. Granted, a lot of that is Mike Kalinowski seeing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, point. Good point. Good <laughs> point. Yeah. I think he's on like twelve or something. No joke. Maybe. I know someone this past week who saw it for the first time, and she was so excited she texted me to let me know. She's like, "I finally saw Wonder Woman." So. That's cool. There is that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we can move on from Wonder Woman. But, yeah, it's, it's just way to go. It's really cool. But watch Gal dance, if you can, on Instagram. Do it's your thing, honey. Ain't no other man. Mm-hmm. So, Flashpoint, y'all. It looks like the release date they're saying is going to be 2020. We already kind of guessed that, but now it's looking more official. Although someone just tweeted me there was some article that hasn't released in 2019. I just don't see that happening. So mm-hmm. when we had the initial slate, was Flash 2018... Mm. Hmm, I think so. That sounds about mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, and remember, because for a lot while, Flash has had three directors. It was it was, it was Flash it was, and Aquaman in the same mm-hmm. year, yeah. or was it? It was Fast Track for a while. It was up there, and then the, you know it was Seth Graham Smith, was and then the, the Fumiyama, and you yeah. know, and now it's. I'm really excited about what's going on with with Flashpoint now because that's the first sign to me that like story wise, where this universe is going. It, 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 it's feeling like it's going somewhere. Whatever yes. it started, they're kind of morphing the original trajectory into the new trajectory without abandoning anything, and it's mm-hmm. a delicate process, yep. but I feel that's absolutely what's happening. And here's what I really like about 2020. It gives us enough time to set up our universe. The last mm-hmm. thing you want to do is have a flashpoint before you have a, an actual universe to like mix up and mess with. Exactly. If, they, if you don't know the characters, what do you care that they're opposite of themselves or that we have a different Batman or a different Joker? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So I think that it's important that it takes a couple of years. Because this was only established like four years ago. 2013 was when we established the current universe. kind of universe status quo that we're about to flip in yeah. 2020. So yeah. It's, yeah, I like that it. That doesn't give you... Yeah. Well, I mean, I- I'm not... I'm not necessarily of the opinion that the Flashpoint movie is going to make everything different, like it undo everything. I, I, I don't think it's going to be. No. I don't think it's going to be like a new Fifty Two scenario. Like I don't think it's going to be the comics where they use the Flashpoint to completely reboot to New Fifty Two. I think it's just going to be kind of like a hey. I, I think it's going to be basically when Barry comes back and fixes everything. Yeah, it's a lot less things are going to be messed up and changed than I think by the end with the fifty two. Yeah. yeah, by yeah. the end you of know? Flashpoint, there will be a small amount of differences after exactly. Flashpoint. Just that movie will, I think, stand by itself in a nice kind of. What do you guys think in the chat role? What do you guys? What are your opinions well, on this? A, are you happy about the fact that they're doing a Flashpoint story, and that could mean many things? I mean, when it comes to release date, look. Release dates when they they're so silly. They're so they're years ahead. They always change. I mean, we were supposed to get Cyborg and Green Lantern Corps in 2020. That might not happen now. Maybe one gets pushed up. I doubt it will. So it's like I thought release, Shazam was 2020 originally. Maybe you're right. It, that was mm-hmm. too. So it's like release dates are what they are. They're fun to talk about. At the same time, things are going to change. I think Flashpoint is a brilliant idea. I think that's going to throw everything into a complete awesome disaster in the best way possible. Like, just to, to have... Like, there's a couple photos that we have up here. Like, to, can you imagine, you know, Thomas Wayne kissing the Joker? Like, that kind of thing. It, it, on the screen. That's incredible. And a dark Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like a yeah. dark... Like a dark... Well, that um, kind of goes into the next article about the mm-hmm. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, Flashpoint potential. Yeah, well, there, it seems to be that they're banking on you. Definitely, whoever's playing Batman, it seems like Wonder Woman is going to be showing up a lot in these future films. And I know a lot of people have been saying like, "Oh, it's Flashpoint." Pretty much the whole Justice League's got to be in it. Well, don't be surprised if the Batman that's in Justice League, if that's in Flashpoint, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan and not necessarily Affleck. And you might see Gal mm-hmm. as this alternate dark Wonder Woman, and you might see Mamawa. I think Jeffrey as a despot. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan for sure. I would expect to be in Flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's already tweeted it. For, I mean, not, not that means anything. I mean, teased it. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I think, uh, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see these next couple of films and how things start to shake out and what's gonna what all that is gonna entail. But mm-hmm. like, it does seem like you will get to see the the Flash Wonder Woman conflict, perhaps. I agree. Yeah, it's interesting too because there's another article from Screen Rant this week where it's asking the question: Will Wonder Woman and Aquaman fight? 
in Flashpoint. Which is an mm-hmm. odd question for me because it's less... That, I, I don't know. Does I, that happen in the story? Well, in the comics, it flips and then King Arthur and Princess Diana end up marrying each other. And so they actually get together. And then them getting together and the two of them kind of starting their empire and bringing Atlantis and the mascara together, it pissed off a lot of people. And so then they go and they kill her mom. Right. And so then that's the whole uprising that starts the war. And then basically Europe gets dicked real hard. So when they talk about fighting, they're talking about marital issues. We yeah, all that's know why that when stuff. they're like fighting, when they're like, are they going to fight? And I'm like, that's not what you're asking. It was from the Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, where it just... I would, it I would argue that Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa pairing up would be too much sexy. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, but so it's like, hot. are they gonna fight or are they gonna hook up? I can't even look at them in the same panel together. I, I feel like you need to. It's not safe you for know, work. We've often talked on the show about some sensuality, which we've already discussed. What we think that is. I don't and know if it, you can do doggy style underwater. Uh, oh yeah, sure. They call it seahorse style. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Elena Jordan, everybody, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, uh, another cool article here from HiddenRemote.com. What possible characters would we see in Flashpoint? Obviously, we already talked about Thomas Wayne, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, perhaps. Um, you know, just imagine the scene between Batman and the Joker. And, uh, of course, Martha Wayne, which would be Lauren, you would think. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. I mean, the, the possibilities are all over the place for this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, will they change things from the comics? Will they keep it pretty similar? We shall see. If Martha's in I think it, it depends. Will we hear Martha. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Spider wants to point out that Wonder Woman kills Mira and not his mom. Oh, okay. No, she she kills Mira, but the people who are against it come and kill her mom, and then that's Mira catches them together, and then she kills Mira. So Mira and Aquaman are together before Wonder Woman yeah, comes in and wrecks that home. Well, there's Ooh. actually two different storylines. It depends which comic you get, because one of them, the kind of rebels who are against them getting together go and kill her mom and that's what starts the war and then later she kills she does kill Mira anyway but she kills her later on in a different storyline but then there's another comic that they are actually just having an affair they're not actually married Mira catches them she kills Mira in a moment of passion and that's what starts the war that sounds amazing I gotta read this story I think you it's know really good. I think I've like only seen the animated scenario. film which is just a snippet of all this right but the, the animated film doesn't even really dive into it as that's much, what I mean so, yeah. yeah and I feel like that's what my understanding of the story is more from that and it's like yeah some of these elements are familiar but that sounds awesome so I'm Ooh. gonna be doing some rating it's kind of cool to see the two of them like side by side and the differences and then ultimately seeing that she kills Mira regardless of which like storyline yeah. what's interesting is you know the Flash obviously with the Justice League trailer is like the comedic relief Flashpoint sounds like the saddest, most like intense film ever. So it's going to be really strange. Like and any of these possibilities, it sounds to me like it's impossible to throw any comedy into this. That's why it's going to be very interesting. But no, of course, I think we can. We got some time to figure it out. It's going to be some all right, Johnny. What do we got next? Oh, what do we got next? Oh, just James Wan talking about Aquaman and how uh, basically he said it was a very technically challenging shoot to be on because everything's underwater. I know Adam, you sent this over. This was really cool. Really I saw this today on BatmanNews.com, and James Wan was describing the current shoot as being like really difficult, not troubled, but yeah, he, but okay, but so technical that you know he said like if we're shooting a scene where two people are sitting and they're talking and it happens to be in, in an underwater kingdom. It's like a full-on, you know, uh, big stunt day. You know what I mean? Because they have to take into account how the the, the hair is going to flow with the CG. Yeah, it says it's it's a very technically challenging shoot to be on. Working with water and even the drive for wet sequences are very complex. Our equivalent of two people sitting around and chatting in the underwater world is super complicated. You have to think about CG and the hair and how their clothes move, how they're floating, what Mm -hmm. kind of rig we put them on, all that stuff. Uh, and also because of the fact that they want to use the actors as much as possible. That includes that they're doing a lot of shooting underwater and they're shooting a lot of dry for wet, mm-hmm. which means that yeah, that's, that's the stuff where certain certain things are going to be green screened. And, you know, I mean, it seems like he's really putting everything into making this, you know, a, a real technical achievement. I mean, it smells like a freaking James Cameron movie from the 90s kind it of situation. It does, but let yeah. me ask you a question, and Mike would yell at me if he was here, and I'm sure you guys will yell at me in the chat. I'm not trying you. to start things, I'm not trying to stir it up, but potentially, is this James Wan starting to explain why it's so complicated because he's a little worried? 
Uh, no, because at the end of the comment, I, I, did you see the end of the comment? Check out yeah. there we go. It's, it ends on a quite a positive yeah. note. It's, he says that makes it very difficult and time sucking and time challenging. So it's not an easy shoot, but hopefully it will pay off in spades down the line. And don't yeah. forget, if anyone can handle it, it's the dude who did Furious 7, which isn't exactly a movie that's lacking in special effects and crazy <laughs> hopefully, shit. <laughs> hopefully it will pay off in spades. So this sounds like the kind of thing where, you know, it's kind of like what they did with like Iron Man where you think like that first Iron Man, I still think there's parts of the first Iron Man that look the best technically because they started to make things a lot easier on everybody with a lot more CGI as the, as the films progressed. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like this is going to look amazing, and I wonder if James Wan is going to really want to jump onto a, an Aquaman 2, or if it's the kind of thing where like they'll catch up to it, or it won't look quite as good because they figure out a way to do it sort of easier, you know, and save some money. But I feel like this is going to look amazing. I think so, too. I ha- I'm excited for it to be in his hands. I just think it's interesting anytime anybody announces how challenging something is. Mm-hmm. See, I think that that's almost him being like, all right, so because also everything in the DCEU right now has been taking a little bit longer, is if he's saying, you know, there's a reason for it. This is a technically challenging shoot, but I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I think that that's basically him also kind of setting up to be like, this is very, very difficult. Maybe in the future we won't make it so difficult. <laughs> that's yeah. an option to make this easier for me because I'm pulling out my hair. And probably also probably telling you to appreciate it. And his yeah, budget, yeah. who knows if he's like, guys, if it's taking long and it's challenging, that means it's say taking the upper end of its budget, potentially going over? Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know. Chat roll, tell me right now. What, what is the budget for Aquaman? I bet it's close to two hundred million. But I'd really like to know that if anyone but can find Fast that. But Fast Seven made a billion dollars in seventeen oh, days. Oh, so and I'm I think not Aquaman could potentially it. make I think it. It's, yeah, I think Aquaman could do Wonder Woman numbers. Um, I, I think it's possible with the the hype that they've been putting in. I, let's I see think how, so. You know, let's see how Justice League says one hundred and sixty million is the budget. 160? Yeah, that's What's what it says. Is so, so Juan is that, like... Uh, that's a wiki article, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Juan might be, be like... Heroic Hollywood also 160. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people are confirming 160 million. So it sounds like it's a really technical movie. And this, you know, it's really interesting. I mentioned James Cameron, but, you know, that's a big part of the new Avatar movies is going to be the underwater worlds that he's going to put you in. So it's going to be like... <laughs> Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that James Wan is going to beat Cameron to the punch because, like, Cameron. What if Cameron comes around and is like, "Oh yes, I've created 3D that you don't need glasses for," and kind of <laughs> changes the game and, and screws you everybody. You are actually underwater yeah. watching yeah. this movie. The We're projecting your, it. The back of your eyelids are swimming. Um, so Nightwing. Aren't they always though? Well, mine are. Um, so Nightwing. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So Chris McKay basically said the reason why there's no Nightwing announcement. At Comic-Con, is there's just nothing to share yet. He said, I've turned down films because they were backed into a release date. They made it difficult to make a great film. This isn't going to be like that. I want this movie to blow you away. We need time to get it right. I'm so, glad he said that. That yes. sounds good to me. Yo. That, that's all I need. Cool. We also have no idea where Nightwing or Dick Grayson or anything falls in the context of our movie world and how this movie is going to be built. So there's not much that he can say. Uh, and that's clearly the tack that they're taking, but like mm-hmm. we clearly need to be introduced into a new Batman universe or at least expanded the current one before we're going to meet Batgirl and, and, and Dick Grayson, right? So when does that happen is my question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we still don't even know. Is like, does a Batgirl or a Nightwing happen before a Batman solo film? None really have dates right now and all are kind of in production. Well, Shazam will be in production even before that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Shazam is going to happen before that, and, and that's actually exciting. Are we talking about some Shazam now? We're about to get into it. David Sandberg said he's excited to introduce the character to a lot of people who might not know, because he's like, look, I didn't grow up loving Shazam. Here's this quote. To be honest, it was not a super superhero I grew up with either. When I grew up in Sweden, there wasn't a lot of Shazam around, so... Someone who learned to love it later in life, I can relate to the people who are new to Shazam. I think it might be a good thing that I'm doing it because I know what you need to learn. And I think that's fantastic because, look, I guarantee you, uh, $800 million, a lot of people who saw Wonder Woman don't necessarily know her backstory, but that movie showed it perfectly. But they know Wonder Woman way more, and oh, I think course, that it's what's course. so great about this is you cannot treat Shazam like he's Superman. No. Because it's a very different situation in terms of what the public's knowledge is. Some people, when they hear Shazam's going to be a movie... Probably don't even know it's a superhero movie. Maybe probably mm-hmm. like people They're don't even know what Shazam is. That is finally going to be a genie. 100%. And that you mean uh, Shaq? Shaq? No. First Shaq of all, you're Kazam. talking about Kazam. A, oh, that's Kazam, Kazam. But there is the the no. whole thing that every there's 
this whole thing that a bunch of people on Reddit and on the internet all remember a movie from the 90s that Sinbad starred as a genie called Shazam that never existed. But everyone is like, oh, I remember oh, the detail, but I remember this. Yeah. And all these people are saying the details of this movie that never existed. <laughs> so that's when people are saying we had our own flashpoint and we lost Shazam. That was oh. the big difference in our world. Well, if Shaq makes it, that's kind of a cameo. <laughs> But no, I love this up, because this Shazam film, obviously, it's like going to have to... Berenstein, Berenstein Bears. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Berenstein Bears. I'm, I'm Berenstein. I hate everybody I grew else. up with Berenstein Bears, and Me it's too. now the Berenstein Bears. It was always what? the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. I had no They're idea. lying to us. Exactly. Steen. Same thing. Flashpoint. Steen. Yeah. I'm a I mean, Jew. I'm a Gentile. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to pick. But it's but. A. It's spelled with an A, not an, care, not an E. And I always grew up with it with an E. trying to take away my childhood. It's wrong. Flashpoint. All right, Johnny. Yeah, I'm a Gentile, but I say Berenstein. So, yeah, I love the fact that this is going to be somewhat of an origin story because I think it has to be. I think it has to explain what Shazam is, who Shazam is, how he becomes, you know, the whole deal. So, David Sandberg. The Mandela Effect. Sorry, that was driving me crazy that I couldn't remember what it was called. The Mandela Effect. It's called the Mandela Effect. The the Mandela Effect is what it's called when a whole group of people collectively all remember an event that did not take place. Yeah. That's kind of like Uh, the leftovers. And one, wow. thing, one thing's for sure, Adam, uh, we're not going to hear the phrase, uh, the words, Captain Marvel and Shazam. That's pretty much a guarantee. Uh, I don't know that that's true, because from what I heard, a page of the script leaked out and was actually alluded to. It's so. incredible writing, too. Yeah, so the script has actually come along fine, and I know they've uh, They're promoted They're doing such a that. great job with They're it. They're doing a good job with it. So actually, a, a page leaked on Twitter. So we thought uh, it would be a good idea here at DC Movie News to present to you uh, our first episode of DC Movie News Theater. But first. Today, DC Movie News Theater is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Guys, we've talked to you about Blue Apron before. You know how great it is. Let me tell you from someone who cooks for a living why it's so uh, important how they source their food. They've established a partnership with 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers. The seafood is sourced sustainably under standards, which is not easy to say. Developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. The beef, chicken, pork come from responsibly raised animals, and the produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. That means that the farms themselves are like Wolverine and they can regenerate. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Uh, those who spend a lot of uh, a lot of restaurants, I mean, these meals are basically $10 a person. Uh, basil, pesto, chicken with summer vegetable panzanella, that's a bread salad, whole grain, pasta, and summer vegetables with heirloom tomato capre salad. Damn. Yummy. Uh, these are just some upcoming dishes that are going to go. We're still in summer right here, and these are great. I love this next one. It's a miso butter salmon and lo mein noodles. Miso hungry. Yeah, with, yeah. with, uh, with cucumber and charmed tomatoes and there's also a meatball pizza with as a kid from Long Island I love meatball pizza uh, I've never even easy. heard of that that's amazing that yeah. sounds incredible so check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash movie news you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron so don't wait and now we present to you DC Movie News Theater music please Exterior, exterior, town square, day. A blue and red blur zooms past in the sky. Holy moly! What's that? The blue and red blur zooms down and lands with a kapow on the ground. It's Superman! Oh, it's this bitch! Hold my beer, Tawny! Billy hands his beer to the dapper tiger standing next to him. Meow. Shazam! A deafening thunder as lightning hits Billy and turns... What the hell is happening? You know, we're starting this over right thund- now. <laughs> Start it over. Start right. it over from the top. We need to do this from the top. Start oh, it over. Boy. Okay. Exterior town square day. A blue and red blur zooms past in the sky. Holy moly, what's that? The blue and red blur zooms down and lands with a krakow on the ground. It's Superman. Oh, it's this bitch. Hold my beer, Tawny. Billy hands his beer to the dapper tiger standing next to him. Meow. Shazam! A deafening thunder is lightning hits and turns him into the world's mightiest mortal captain. Shazam! Back for another woman, huh? Uh Uh-oh! Superman quickly puts a pair of glasses on like a bitch. Hey, where'd he go? Uh, Excuse me, Mr. Kent. Did you see where Superman went? Uh, sorry. No, uh, wait. Does your suit have a hood on it? I don't know. Does it? 
Shazam turns around so Superman can have a closer look. Superman kicks Shazam in the back like a coward. <laughs> and scene. And that was DC Movie News Theater. Brought to you by Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I love our take two on that one. We needed a take two. Yeah, good call, Johnny. We needed a, qu- a clean cut for the interwebs. We sure. need to give the people what they wanted. Wonderful. So, Wonderful. Wow. I think that when I grow up, I could be like Adam. Oh, boy. What happened? Don't you think so, Adam? <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you would probably grow you. into me. I, I think so. Yeah, in like 15, 16 years, you'll probably look like me. Mm, so cool. that was David Sandberg having some I fun the with the fans. Yeah. yeah. No, it was real, Johnny. Oh, it's, it's pretty real, sure it was real. It's real leak. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 100%. That's really, that's really what we will see in the pages. Great. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe that they let it leak. That's wild. I wonder it's where really... the script that is. Is it like the, the climax? I would say the last page. That is the last page. <laughs> Probably the end of it, I'm yeah. going to say that it has to be the last page. God, I hope that's the last page. Might, the might last even be post the last page. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they actually just spoiled like the last a line. Bitch. Like a bitch. Uh, okay, so uh, what else we got at some other... Well, we got a new Superman image, uh, I guess kind of from Justice League. It's from a calendar, but there's some cool images uh, that Yeah, so this calendar. is a Justice League calendar? Yeah. Okay, so we got new images of all the heroes, including Superman. Uh, take a look at this calendar. I think we have some of the images. The Superman image is good. It looks like Superman, but I gotta say, Do guys... You- I think this is the worst calendar I've ever seen in my life. Oh, damn. Yeah, look at the calendar. I kind of feel you on that one. First of all, do you think they just got lucky that there's six people to put in the 12 things? Because, like, who would they have done twice? Second of all, I don't like seeing them as much solo as I like seeing them together. Wait, is that real... Look at the backgrounds. It's all the same background. Background, right. It is basically like that music video that the Spice Girls did, like in the desert with just that one wall. It's basically they just took that wall. When two become one. Now, the yes! other thing I thought Boom. is like... Need some loving like I never needed love, love before. Gotta make love to you, baby. I had a love. Now I'm back for more. Gotta make love to you, baby. Go ahead, Set your spirit free. Uh, yeah. No, I got that. Um... <laughs> I'm just waiting. If you get a Spice like... World question in the Schmodown, what are you going to do? I am yeah. losing that one too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning on my partner, Mike Kalinowski. I don't know. Is this just yeah. the kind of thing yeah, because Mike they got to make a calendar and the movie's not released, so they don't want to put backgrounds out? But like, what the serious fuck? And again, I I don't love seeing them solo and everyone like yeah, and put a couple they're... of them together, have them doing something. It's cool because I like seeing any pictures of them, but like, nah, dude, they kind of seem like playing cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem more like playing cards than. Yeah, like little collector cards. Like it would be its own little magic yeah, gathering, so, but mean, just Justice League. I get it. Every month you have a hero just in a pose there with you. But it's not like the fun of like an actual movie calendar where those are coming from scenes of a movie. So it's almost like no. a Justice League calendar that has nothing to do with the film or something. It kind of is. It's So sure. it's almost like a piece of merch that exists in the now before the film's actually released. Mm-hmm. And it's safe. And we're not giving anything away. Except, yeah, Superman's in it. Did you know that? I mean... If well, they didn't put Superman in the calendar. That would be weird. Here's Johnny, else. are you ready for your second album? Because Hugh Holand says that we should make one together. Okay. Because we're, we're so good at the, the singing. Actually, it would be my third album, but yeah, let's do it. Your third album? Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be. Let's yeah, do it. Cool. Uh, so a toy designer who's a sculptor released uh, a possible view of what Steppenwolf's gross-ass face looks like. <laughs> at the same time, it's pretty awesome at the same time. So... This is basically the way his sculpture looked. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean it's going to look exactly like him, and who knows will we ever see everything? We don't know. But at the same time, uh, still pretty cool. I think if anything, if we learned anything from Wonder Woman, it's that even if things are leaked by anybody, like Legos or whatnot, you never know how somebody becomes looking that kind of way, as we got from Ares. So this didn't bother me, and also because this person has no association with the film to my knowledge, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the big question that people are asking about this picture right now is, is it just a grayscale mold for the toy, or is this sort of more the color scheme that the character is going to have? And the one thing that I have seen some people debate about is that it would kind of be another monochrome-ish kind of villain, kind of third in a row, look kind of like Doomsday, kind of like Ares a little bit. 
Um, so, yeah, but no villains should be in bright colors. No, man. I understand, but it's just there is a similarity. We have know, a big Joker. CGI. I kind think of would thing. disagree. That, that's true. So, Riddler, Trickster, yeah. Riddler, some some villains. And the thing is, if that's hundred percent true. If but you think this the, kind of villain, if you think mm-hmm. of like the New God stuff, right, and the Jack Kirby kind of stuff, there's a lot of color and a lot of dynamics going on. It's not about being bright as much as it's about dynamism. I think I agree sure. with that. But but I'm not judging now because we don't know what this is now. As far as the actual look of the guy, it's a badass looking guy. I guess. I mean, it we, is. And he needs some um, some cream. I think he needs a little lotion. A little moisturizer. Yeah, he's a little ash. He's a little got lotion. horn chin. He's got like a goatee, but it's bone. It oh, looks horn like bone chin. Produce. Yeah. Oh, that's like what the Jews have on top of their head, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's okay. We're allowed it. to say that we're Jewish. Yeah, guys. totally. It's, okay. <laughs> it's all right. I just think he looks like the guy who would scream to get off his lawn. <laughs> he well, does kind of look he's like he's very grand turn off my lawn he's very grand if you've ever seen the movie Trick or Treat he looks like the crotchety old neighbor from Trick or Treat yeah. without fair enough he's like yeah. oh it's this bitch oh <laughs> this bitch wanting candy uh, so a fan made some incredible fan art basically turning the Justice League poster into a Seven Samurai kind of mashup. So this cool. was cooler than the calendar so check this should have been the calendar it should have been the goddamn calendar yeah this looked awesome I yeah. will say they all look so great. Check it out, check it out. And then lastly, do we want to watch the Batman Two-Face? Yes, I yes. do, because I think it's really cool. Then let's do it. So this is the trailer for Adam West's last performance. Not, you know, beautifully coincidentally, it is as Batman. And William Shatter is playing Two-Face, a character we've never actually got to see on the show. So this feeling has, like, this trailer has a feeling of, like, even more so of like the Super Friends cartoons than the Adam West stuff a little bit because we're getting like a character. It looks a little bit more super fantastical. I think it looks even better than the first one they did. Check, 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 check. So let's check take it a out. look. Horn chin. Is that the kind of porn that Elena watches? Horn chin. Not porn chin. <laughs> horn chin is a game. <laughs> Instigates the extractor protocol. Hugo Strange. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Behold, my evil extractor! <laughs> Bert Ward sounding his yes. age. They are trying to overwhelm the machine with their evil. Shut it down! Harvey, look out! Damn. It's a double cross. All signs pointing to... Two-Face. Uh, I love this. I won't rest until we get to the bottom of this. He says Two-Face like, yes. The game is afoot, Mr. Dent. He's never said it on the show. Out, or I'll put the light in. I can't go on like this. I insist you stop this madness. Shatner. Pretty boy. We had a deal. Oh. Going once, going twice. Sold to all the villains of Gotham. Huh. Riddler. Soon the secret will be exposed for all of Gotham to see. I love this it so looks much. Like, it looks like no other villains that don't appear on the show appear in this. Yes. Except Two-Face. Two-Face. Start side up. Get them, boys. Damn. This is awesome. And with Adam's West passing and everything, this means even more. Yeah. Adam, when is this? Uh, when does it come out? So maybe this is at the end. In October, it's coming to Blu-ray. We can get Bert in here for this. Yeah, you think so? yeah definitely. Oh, Bert yeah. He told me he wants to come in. So really, yeah. For sure. I don't want him well, in here in until we can us. get He's the so airfix. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Although he lives in a house with 150 dogs, so I'm sure it gets pretty hot. Right. That's amazing. Joins in. So amazing. Super dope. I could be Hugo Strange. Joins in. Yeah, Shatner's doing two totally different voices for. Uh, Harvey and for the dark side. Uh, that looks great. Yeah. I cannot wait. There you go. Just another reason to love October. Well, now it's time for something else. <gasps> what kind of time? It's time for Roxy Stryer's TV time. Sing along with me this ride. Roxy Stryer's TV time. She thinks that the flash is fine. DC movie news is time to talk. TV time! Yeah. Take it away, because you know I ain't watched no TV. You caught up on Preacher, yo? So am I caught up on Preacher. Oh, am I caught up on Preacher. We were were just chatting with the people in the chat role. Like, they're talking like, Ruth Negga should be Ruth Negga! Ruth Negga is so good. She's so amazing. The whole refrigerator thing this week, that, like... So, like, her whole demeanor, like, the way she's acting physically. Her physical acting is so... 
It's spoilers, just, spoilers. Maybe not, but maybe. What, that her physical acting is no, just, I just didn't know oh, what Oh, that could what be we spoilers. Yeah, yeah, Preacher. Spoilers, spoilers. Uh, Well, I mean, I won't say anything too spoilers. Okay, no spoilers. No Cassidy spoilers. stuff is great. The Dennis stuff is great. Like, Dennis, this character that I thought it was just so funny to have this non-sequitur character, this guy that speaks no English, and then it flipped up on my head, and it's the most emotional thing that what has happened. What do you happened. think, yes or no? Should he or shouldn't he? Oh, uh, I don't think he should. Will he or won't he? I think he might. Yeah. I think he might. I think he might. It might come back to bite him in the ass. Oh yeah, literally maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think it might be. Yeah, it could be his undoing because like if Dennis goes off and becomes uh, spoiler spoiler a future vampire or something that starts working with I don't know. See, they're doing different things with the story, so I don't even feel like I know, I don't know exactly what's, what's going on. Go. Yeah. But I love the introduction of Hairstar. Hairstar is incredible. It was so funny. I know some the people... casting. Oh my Ugh. god. Yes. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Uh, some people in the chat confused on what Preacher is. It's an amazing show. Uh, Who was confused about it? It's Superman. It is a great show. Ra- Superman Ross agrees it's the best. Yeah, but some people Neil Bryce Largo Preacher was just wow. Yeah, everybody seems to be digging it. Like it's they're really killing it. Yeah, they're killing it. This season is so good, so good. Uh, so that's the little Preacher review. Kind of no spoilers, maybe a little. Ruth bit. Negus Rutabaga, yeah, we all know about. We're all getting behind Ruth Negus Rutabaga. Oh, that's Josh McCuga's yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, that's also what Josh McCuga says. Cool, 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 cool. There you go. So the <laughs> Flash out, guys, we have new casting. Adam, do you know anything about Hazard? Because they cast Sugarland Beard. I'm looking at her. Hazard. I can't tell how old she is. Uh, I can't tell if she's a, a girl. Or, no, she looks like she's no, a woman. No, she's a woman. For she's sure. very tiny. She's four foot eleven. She's she's a tiny woman. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. Oh, um, stunning! And I don't know that much about this character, but she has been cast for the fourth season of Flash. She comes from Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and she's going to appear in the third episode of the upcoming series. Uh, Sharp is described as perpetually down on her luck, and is convinced. Her life is cursed until a freak accident changes everything with the universe on her side. She poses a threat to both Team Flash and Central City. And it looks like a pretty big break for her. I mean, she's been acting for a long time, a lot of voiceover stuff, but a lot of you know co-star, guest star credits, it looks like. Um, not a lot of regular stuff. So this is, looks like a really big deal for her. Obviously, the Mike and Dave wedding dates probably helped. Captain Underpants, she's a voice in there. Yeah, um, so we've got a cool. lot of big casting this good season, though. I mean, we already talked about Danny Trejo joining the team, but we've got some good ones coming up. I'm excited. I'd be lying if I said I knew anything about the character Hazard. It seems like another deep cut. First appeared in uh, Infinity character. Inc. Thir- number 34 back in 87. Okay, so not even that old, really. 86 is uh, 87. I was way off on my... <laughs> she, she looks really young. I oh, yeah. The first photo, I thought maybe she was a teenager. I'm She's a girl. Not She's even in close. Her 30s. Not even um, close. Yeah, she, she looks great. So yeah, good she does. For her. Good for yeah. her that she can still play high school. Of course, I'm she's not Canadian. She is, all, but... all, all Canadians are awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited just to keep hearing uh, casting news for the Flash. Uh, speaking of the Flash, we got an interesting article coming from CBR uh, from Danielle Panabaker who obviously plays Caitlin Snow. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about her character this season and what's going to happen. Here's what I liked about it. She said, here's what I can tell you about season four. Those who love Caitlin Snow won't be disappointed. Those who love Killer Frost won't be disappointed. Uh-huh. It's about a six-month jump from the end of season three to the beginning of season four. And I'm not at Star Labs. Hmm, it's kind of a lot of information that she gives us here. Interesting. Well, we knew that we were there, that it was going to be in real time. So, like the time that we've had off from the show, they're going to right. We but she, seen we didn't it, know she wasn't at Star Labs. Oh, we didn't know that, yeah. and so we didn't know that she is going to people. Are that she could be, be either, both, yeah. either different times. Where'd she go? Is she like on a walkabout? Is she finding herself? Uh, I'm excited for this. She's one of my favorite characters, and I, I'm excited to see. Her growth. Canucks fan, what are you talking about Danny Trejo on The Flash? Was Danny De- Trejo cast this I just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Danny Tre- oh, Trejo okay. was cast on The Flash. Um, I did not um, know this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's exciting casting stuff going on for The Flash. He was just, did anybody catch him on uh, Rick and Morty last no. week? I missed Pickle I've met him a couple times, it. and he is the Pickle coolest Rick was dude. pretty crazy. <laughs> okay, I need to start watching this show, because everyone will not stop talking. See, in my opinion... The funniest animated show... I have not seen Rick and Morty. To me, the funniest animated show on television is Legends of Chamberlain Heights on Comedy Central. It is the funniest show. There's nothing that makes me laugh out loud. This is a free plug. I mean, I actually read for one of the roles, and unfortunately, I didn't get it, but goddamn, this show is brilliant. It's funny. The references are just so goddamn good. Mm -hmm. If you have not seen The Legends of Chamberlain Heights... 
it's if you don't laugh out loud watching this show, I can't do nothing for you because it is downright funny. Okay. I will check it out, man. I'll check it out. I know Definitely. Rick and Morty's probably great. I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it. But it's for me, so good. it don't get no better than Legends. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. As right. a comedian, I think you'll like it too because it's mostly improv, Rick and Morty. Which is great. Moving uh, away from casting for a second, this was just a nice story that I found. Sometimes these actors do incredible things, and I think it's important to talk about them, especially because LGBTQ issues are represented so well on the DC shows, and they really make a point with Berlanti at the helm of that. And Stephen Amell, who took his kid, and I think he was with his wife, to, I think it was a Pride event. I don't know where it was taking place, if it was in Canada or, or where it was. But I guess he got a lot of backlash uh, yeah, it was in Vancouver. I guess he got some backlash for it, and people were saying some rude comments. And he took to Facebook, and he really stood up for the LGBTQ community, which I should. really appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I won't read you the whole thing that he said, but the last line was, go be on the wrong side of history on somebody else's Facebook page, XL, which it, I thought was really strong, and I was impressed by that. It's just amazing to me that there is still... And I know there's always going to be hate, and we're never going to get rid of it. But it's just—it's incredible to me the people that do spread hate in 2017. Just look yourself in the mirror. You're a human. Guess what? They're all humans too. I just think it's interesting too because I—I you know? I do find people who are comic book fans to be very open-minded, For and sure. there are there's such a different kind of representation in comic books. And if you're a fan of Stephen Amell, I would say most of his fans do come from Arrow. So who are these people? And if not from Arrow, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Who are these people that are commenting on his picture? Like, go away. I think, you know, yeah. I think it's a very complicated issue because people grow up a certain way. Yeah. And it's difficult. Like, he's saying, go, don't be on the wrong side of history. There's a certain... And it happens constantly in history. There's a time when something is acceptable. Yeah. And then there's a time where it's no longer acceptable. It doesn't mean that the people that were living that way were all evil. But you have to... So you have to welcome people with open arms. And, and I would encourage... Cool. So when you're trying to get people to be more understanding... Be patient with their ignorance. Don't even think of it as hate. A lot of it is sure. just ignorance. ignorance. And it so is. so people don't like to be attacked. So just be welcoming and be firm, but you know, just understand that people are brought up a certain way, and not everybody is born with the strength and the courage to be brave enough Maybe to be different point, than, than they're yeah. taught. And yeah. I, actually, I actually meant that I, I have a bit on my album about acceptance, and one of the things I say is, like, I've never met a prejudiced person who's also happy in my life. Mm-hmm. Everyone I've ever met who's prejudiced is a miserable human being. So just knock it off. Simple as that. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that we have not been able to let this one go, and I totally love it as a diehard fan of this kind of thing. Constantine. Save Constantine, guys. Save Constantine. Oh, it's we, still got life. It's still got life. Another year, another Save Constantine. Another Save Constantine. Constantine may or may not be boarding the Wave Rider for Legend of Tomorrow Season 3. Uh, I love how far we're taking this. It is in no way, shape, or form confirmed at all. People are just running with it, thinking that it might work, uh, because Clemmer said... This is a much more supernatural, spooky vibe this season. Awesome. We're dealing more with magic. It's less real world bad guys. And everybody's like, we're dealing more with magic. It's Constantine. It's Constantine. It might be. It might be. But it also might not might be. Not. Might yeah. not be. So, okay. So like Zatanna just shows up and we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can really get away. That's what's so great to me about Legends is that you don't have to commit to this one being the one canonical version of this thing in the CW verse necessarily. Like, they're going interdimensionally and throughout time. Right. So you can, like, have fun. Like, you know, like, let Superman show up in an episode, you know? Get the Tyler Hecklin over there for one or one shot. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you, you're doing it. It's out there. But I think Constantine would be, uh, it would make a lot of sense. And it seems like the best you're going to get is that guy for one or two episodes at a shot, and they're keeping that alive, and he's still doing it on the CW seed, right? I think they're still producing those things, so... Yeah, yeah, for the uh, Vixen one. I think and... so. I think that's still happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. More casting news. So this is kind of confusing to some people, because remember, earlier on, we heard that Maggie Sawyer's character was no longer going to be a regular. She was not going to be on the show that consistently. Uh, but now her dad on the show is getting cast, which is interesting i wonder how they're gonna play this Hmm. in Uh, Hmm. i know him as tony almeida but the actor's actual name is carlos bernard he was amazing in 24 and i guess he's being cast as her very conservative father so we'll see how that plays in 
Uh, that will be interesting. This is what Berlanti said. Any character people love is not there as much as people want them there. But from my perspective, we will use her as much as we can. Talking about Maggie. Mm. She's wonderful on the show. And she's got some real ardent fans, as she should. We wanted more of her. But she's got other things in the hopper. Other <laughs> things she wants to consider. I like the word hopper. Oh, so she's not a season regular, she's just like recurring on that show. But I they're guess. casting our father, so there's obviously a storyline there. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So that would be interesting. Um, somebody in the <clears throat> chat earlier said something that I'm unaware of. I don't know exactly what's going on, but if you want to rewrite it for TV time, I guess. Oh, it's Matthew Leach said, Did Roxy talk about the backlash some of the Supergirl cast members got for their interview at Comic-Con? that kind of mocked the Supergirl fans. I didn't hear anything about that backlash. Did you guys hear anything about that? No, I did not. Okay, well, I didn't hear that. But anyway, that's what that's what I got. That's TV time for this week, And that makes it the show for the oh, week. We actually, hope you enjoyed. Oh, yes. oh well, I was just pulling up uh, what they said. Um, there was mm-hmm. apparently there was uh, some LGBTQ people who were upset at how the uh, Supergirl panel was being run because they felt like it was digs at them but I don't think it was intended that way no okay. I don't think Interesting. So, uh, but that's the show guys we're at DC Movies SK on Twitter Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK keep spreading the word guys we still have a goal to get on some panels our next goal LA Comic Con I think we have our buddy Moda Rowan who's actually working on that for us he made a contact day big goal Comic Con next year but hey one thing at a time so if you know anyone spread the good word because we think between us and Marvel Movie News why not let's make it happen Elena Jordan, go ahead. Hi, you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Metalena Jordan Girl. You can also check me out on relativitypodcast.com, which is a sci-fi radio drama. Oh. But, awesome, because yeah. like, people have seen your work today on DC Movie News Theater, so. <laughs> yes. That's true, very true. It's better on relativity, I don't drop my phone but you know it's alright is that what happened? my no. phone went to black I it didn't know what stopped. happened I was like what happened I was reading it and the um, screen went to all white so oh, there was cut, nothing on cut. it cut that's okay you know we did it it'll be fine <laughs> Gertler hey I'm Adam Gertler guys come talk to me I'll come to your house and smoke your goat uh, check Jesus. me out on FX Movie Download. Captain America Winter Soldier episode is airing soon very soon I'm not sure which nice. day uh, and uh, I'll talk to you next time a couple of people in here wanted us to talk about the action figures reaction. We forgot to talk about it last week. Um, it just seemed too long ago. But yeah, Ezra Miller and, and Ray Fisher opened their action figures. So if you guys really want us to, we'll talk about that a little more next week. I'm Roxy sure. Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer or over at Screen Junkies for TV Fights Tuesdays at 4 p.m. We're live on Screen Junkies News' YouTube channel, so you don't got to pay a dime, yo. That is right. I found out I'll be doing some shows in Detroit in November, but that's a while down the road. Other than that, guys, it's all about QuastoAlbum.com. Thank you to everyone who has already purchased the album. Getting the Billboard Top 10 would not have been possible without you guys and without your support. If you haven't gotten it yet, I guarantee you there's something for everyone on this album. You're going to love it. QuastoAlbum.com. Spend a few bucks, support me, and I guarantee you'll be glad you did. So thank you guys so much. And thank you to Anthony in the booth on the ones and twos. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Woo! Peace, bitches. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.